streaming on the web since 1996. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. And welcome to today's episode of the flagship show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Woods, and today we're trying out a new sub-show highlighting some of my favorite scores from the previous month. Now, before I begin, I'd like to invite you to join our Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast Patreon at patreon.com slash cinematicsoundradio. There you can sign up for one of the tiers that's available. The lowest is just $2 a month, American. We have a thriving community over there right now. We have new patrons signing up each and every week, offering their support. So again, check it out at patreon.com slash cinematicsoundradio. All right, so what exactly is this show? Well, it's a... It's a new releases program. I know. I'm as shocked as you are. It's been years since I've done a new releases program. I honestly couldn't remember the last time I did a show dedicated to new soundtracks, other than my year-end favorite shows. I looked through the archives of programs, and the last time I did something like this was in April of 2018, And this was just before my eight-month hiatus. At the end of that year, W-Rock Radio was also off the air, and I decided to concentrate on other aspects of film music other than the new stuff. I thought that a year-end review would suffice. I've also listened to less and less new music since 2018, And I've been focusing on longer-form podcasts with reviews with Randy Andrews or being guests on other shows or highlighting other scores or feature more music from my favorite composers of all time. While I still enjoy the new scores being released every year, and man, there are some dandies, I never thought about resurrecting a new releases show until... A few days ago, where I read a tweet from a Cinematic Sound Radio patron, uh, the composer of the theme of the Essential Soundtracks, formerly Soundtrack Alley, Alexander Shebel. He tagged a bunch of fellow film music podcasters and said the following, quote, I find myself more intrigued by podcasts recently than, than by listening to new soundtrack releases on Spotify. Any chance one of you started a new releases show combining some background info with album highlights, end quote. Now, fellow film music podcaster Brian McVicker, who runs A Score to Settle, did a new releases roundup recently, and it was that show that sparked the idea of more film music podcasts following that lead. I replied to that tweet and mentioned that I have been thinking about playing more new music on the program, And that idea has actually sparked this idea of doing a monthly roundup of some of the new scores that I liked from the past 30, 31 days. So this is that idea that has now come to life. And please let me know if you like this idea and what you hear. Drop me a line at cinematicsound at yahoo.com or tweet at me, Synth Sound Radio, or look me up on Facebook at Cinematic Sound Radio and send me a DM. 
I'll only continue this program if you want me to, so please let me know. All right, let's get into this show. First, we have some music by John Debney. It's been another busy year for John Debney, scoring Marry Me, Under the Boardwalk this October, the Mighty Ducks television series, and working on season three of The Orville. The other project in the mix was the animated feature Luck, directed by Peggy Holmes. It was released to Apple TV Plus on August 2nd. It's an okay film with a bizarre premise that somehow you can control how much luck you have in your life, which seems very strange. I mean, Pixar's Inside Out, this film is not. It's still entertaining. Uh, The score by John Debney, however, is utterly delightful, featuring a beautiful sing-song main theme and some dynamic, fun, up-tempo action material. John Debney actually had this to say about the writing process. Quote, writing the music for luck was a dream come true. I fell in love with the idea of a land of luck which mirrors and influences our world. The main theme is one I've dedicated to my beautiful granddaughter, titled Sam's Theme. End quote. With that, here's some music from Luck.
music from the original motion picture soundtrack, To Luck, with music composed by John Debney. The original soundtrack recording is available on Sony Classical. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Up next, music by Tom Holkenberg for the George Miller-directed fantasy film 3,000 Years of Longing. The film, which is an adaptation of the 1994 short story, stars Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba. Elba stars as the djinn who is freed by a professor and reaccounts his life to her. As for the score, well, composer Tom Holkenberg had this to say about it. Quote, This movie spans 3,000 years and George wanted a score that could move from the ancient to the contemporary while capturing all the emotions the characters experience in the film. This is apparent in the main melody, which took two years to create. The goal was to compose something that sounds like it has always been here and always will be. Music is essential to George's vision, and the arrangements had to be incredibly precise to convey the feeling captured on screen. Working with George is a joy. He continues to make me a better composer, and I'm honored to call him a collaborator and a friend, end quote. The main theme is absolutely gorgeous. It's not only the highlight of this score, but one of the major highlights of 2022. I can see this getting an IFMCA award nomination for Q of the Year. The rest of the score has more of a traditional Hulkenberg sound, Drums, electronics, electronic atmosphere. You know, those modern sensibilities we've all become rather accustomed to when thinking about the music of Tom Holkenberg. There are some interesting New Age vibes in the score. That works better than the banging percussion, but it almost seems a bit too much and too out of place compared to the gorgeous, more traditional main melody. Anyway, I'm going to skip those more modern cues and just play a suite combining three tracks into one that shows off that gorgeous melody. Here now, 3,000 Years of Longing.
Music from the original motion picture soundtrack. 2. 3,000 Years of Longing with music composed by Tom Holkenberg. And the original soundtrack recording is available on Milan Records. You're listening to The Flagship Show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network with your host, Eric Woods. Up next, as we review some of my favorite film scores from August 2022, is music from another computer-animated film. This time, it's a superhero film from DC called League of Super Pets. It's directed by Jaron Stern, who co-wrote the script with John Whitting, and stars Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Kate McKinnon, and Keanu Reeves as Batman. Jared Stern's directing credits include Mr. Popper's Penguins, the Lego Batman movie, and the Lego Ninjago movie. This film tells the story of Superman's pet dog Crypto and shelter dog Ace, who work with other animals to rescue the captured superheroes from Lex Luthor. Now, I watched this film the other night. It's utterly delightful. A lot of the films pushed out by DC have been so miserable that it's great to see that this animated film, based on their comic book properties, still have a sense of fun to them. Another great film that came out a few years ago was Shazam. Great fun. And this sort of tradition of kind of fun superhero films harks back to the OG of superhero films, Superman the Movie, released in 1978. The score for this film was composed by Steve Jablonski, and this might very well be his most enjoyable, colorful, exciting score since his masterwork, Steam Boy, back in 2004. This score is highlighted by a wonderful main theme and has its roots in John Williams's Superman theme, which is perfectly appropriate. Speaking of Williams' Superman, it seems like Jablonski has completely ignored the themes created by Zimmer and company for the DCEU and has decided to quote main themes from the other DC films and TV shows. Jablonski had this to say about the use of legacy themes. Quote, One of my earliest questions to filmmakers and Warner Brothers was, Am I allowed to use some of the classic DC themes I grew up with? I was so happy when they said yes. Without a doubt, using the themes of my heroes is one of the most exciting things I've ever done. It was important for me that we tip our musical hat to some of the classic DC themes. End quote. The themes used came from Superman the Movie by John Williams, the main theme, and the Krypton theme, Batman 89 by Danny Elfman, and even the 1970s series Wonder Woman. Yes, you get to hear a quote from Charles Fox's theme. How cool is that? And when I heard it for the first time, it put a huge smile on my face. I never thought we'd hear that theme in a, a superhero film ever. And it worked absolutely brilliantly. As for the rest of the score, well... It might very well be one of the best DC film scores since the birth of the DCEU. It's melodic, fun, dramatic, and heroic. There's a huge orchestra and chorus. There's even a wonderful bad guy theme for Lex Luthor's pet guinea pig, Lulu. And let me tell you, if you're a pet owner, 
this film is going to hit all those emotions as a pet owner during the heartwarming finale. Here's how Jablonski wanted to musically connect pets to their owners. Quote, The movie is really funny and action-packed, but at its core, this story is about the pets and their profound journey to find forever homes. From the beginning of my scoring process, the filmmakers and I discussed how important it was for the music to support this journey and heighten the emotional moments of the film. End quote. And Jablonski did it. He absolutely did it. DC League of Super Pets is a wonderfully entertaining film with a wonderfully entertaining score. I mean, what more could you ask for from a superhero comic book film? Here now, DC League of Super Pets.
Music from the original motion picture soundtrack to DC League of Super Pets, with music by Steve Jablonski. The original soundtrack recording is available on Water Tower Music. You're listening to The Flagship Show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network with your host, Eric Woods. Up next, music from Jordan Peele's genre-bending neo-western science fiction horror film, Nope. Peele found great success with his first two feature films, Get Out and Us. In this film, horse-wrangling siblings attempt to capture video evidence of an unidentified flying object with the help of a tech salesman and a renowned cinematographer. Peele's composer of choice has been Michael Abels, who made his impressive feature film debut on Get Out. Here's what Abels had to say about his score to Nope. Quote, Nope is my most ambitious score to date. There are elements from the genres of sci-fi, action, horror, and westerns, but always through the tonal palette of Jordan Peele's unique vision. The lines between source music and score are blurred, as a good part of the score seems to be playing at the theme park, which is a key location in the story. The score is at times terrifying, yet also invokes a sense of awe and wonder that the characters feel as they realize what they are seeing. The film eventually becomes a grand adventure, and so the music expands into the larger-than-life scale we expect of a summer blockbuster. End quote. The score is a lot of fun. However, the mixing of genres can be a bit jarring. There's a lot to take in while listening to the score. There's classic Western pastiche, up-tempo action material, a tonal dissonance, modern rock, jazz, hip-hop. Actually, one of the highlight cues isn't an original piece written for the film. This piece, Needle Dropped Into the Score, is an impressive piece of concert music written by Abels. Abels wrote it as part of a commission from the Sphinx organization and premiered it with the Harlem Quartet and the Sphinx Symphony at the annual Sphinx competition in February 2012. From Abels' website, here's what he had to say about that specific piece. Quote, The piece has flavors of many forms of American music, including rock, jazz, hip-hop, and EDM, yet it's a contemporary concert music setting. This is the piece that inspired Jordan Peele to ask Abels to score his film Get Out in 2017. The piece is entitled Urban Legends. End quote. Peele loved this piece so much that he put it into the temp of Nope. Abels was worried it wouldn't work, but when it matched perfectly to the visuals, the piece actually stayed in. It'll be the first piece you hear in this suite. The score was written for a 75-piece Los Angeles orchestra and a 32-piece voice choir. Here now, Michael Abel's impressive score to Nope.
Music from the original motion picture score to Nope with music by Michael Abels. The original soundtrack recording is available on Backlot Music and Waxworks Records. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Up next is music from the French drama Les Volets Verts, also known as The Green Shutters, by Jean Becker, starring... Gerard Depardieu. The film tells the story of Jules Malguin, a sacred monster of cinema. He's an actor at the height of his fame in the 1970s who learns that he will soon die. The score was written by Frédéric Vercheval, a Belgian musician who studied jazz and composition. Vercheval was nominated for the Magritte Award for Best Original Score five times in 2009 in 2019, Verchevel's score to Duel, or Mother's Instinct, won the World Soundtrack Awards Best Original Score for a Belgian production. This is my first exposure to Verchevel, and boy, is it a good one. This score is short, there's about 14 minutes of it, but its impact is powerful. There's a central main theme, and then variations on that theme. The theme needed to best represent the aging actor in the film, and director Becker is actually 89 years old himself, 
and explained to Verchevelle that the music needed to be a mirror of the character, excessive, generous, but also very melancholic. Verchevelle mentions that, quote, the music underlines this melancholy, the nostalgia of an era, of a past love. Jean wanted me to compose a theme that brings together all these elements. The theme is initiated by the piano and is taken up by the Brussels Film Orchestra. End quote. It's achingly beautiful, and I'm sure you'll love it based on just these cues. This is Le Volet Vert.
Music from the original motion picture soundtrack to Les Bolivaires, with music by Frédéric Vercheval. The original soundtrack recording is available on Movie Score Media. You're listening to The Flagship Show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network with your host, Eric Woods. Our last score in our review of my favorite scores from August 2022 is the third film from the Tad the Lost Explorer computer animated film series called Tad the Lost Explorer and the Curse of the Mummy. Actually, it's also known as Tad the Lost Explorer and the Emerald Tablet, so I'm not really sure why there are two different titles. Anyway, uh, the film's actually a spinoff of Gatto's 2004 short film, Hideo Jones, and its sequel to Deo Jones in the Basement of Doom. It's also based on the Spanish graphic novel. Now, the first film was a massive success. It won five Goya Awards, winning three for Best Animated Film, Best New Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay at the 27th Goya Awards. That's the awards for the best in Spanish film. A sequel titled Tad the Lost Explorer and the Secret of the King Midas was released in 2017. In this third film, Tad accidentally unleashes an ancient spell endangering the lives of his friends. With everyone against him and only helped by Sarah, he sets off on an adventure in order to put an end to the curse of the mummy. The score was written by Zacharias M. De La Riva, who has been with the Tadeo Jones series from the beginning, having written music for the original short films. For almost 20 years, M. De La Riva has been immersed in this world and has expanded on its brilliant music throughout the shorts and three feature films. Key to the success of these scores is employing the leitmotivic style of composing, in particular giving Tadeo a distinct musical theme throughout the series. Uh, here's that theme from that first film. Also in play are the wonderful colors of the orchestration. Uh, the score is alive, bold, exciting, and adventurous. Its roots are most definitely in that John Williams 1970s-80s adventure scoring style, which is right up my alley. These are massive traditional orchestral scores that might not be as well known to the general public as they should. But again, thanks to movie score media, these scores can see the light of day and be enjoyed by everyone around the world. Here now are selections from the impressive Tad, the Lost Explorer, and the Curse of the Mummy.
Music from the original motion picture soundtrack to Tad the Lost Explorer and The Curse of the Mummy, with music by Zacharias M. Della Riva. And the original soundtrack recording is available on Movie Score Media. Now, before we end the show, I'd like to go back to Michael Abel's Nope and play you just one more track that really didn't fit the suite I presented, but I thought it would be a fun way of ending the show. I mentioned that Abel's incorporated some Western pastiche into the score. You heard that somewhat during the last cue you heard in that suite, but the other kind of Western music I was thinking of was the more Bernstein Copeland-esque music that you hear in the score. Well, this cue, uh, it's the third one on the album called Jupiter's Claim. I mean, it's right out of the Elmer Bernstein How to Score a Western Playbook. And I really hope you enjoy it because it's pretty good. Well, thanks for listening. I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your busy life to give this show a spin. Until next time, take care, wherever you are in this world, and happy listening. for listening to the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. I want to thank Tim Burton for providing his voice for all the bumpers you hear throughout the program, and to David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And wherever you're listening to us today, please take a moment right now to leave us a rating and a review of the podcast. You can get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt at our Tee Public store. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. And don't forget to check us out on the web at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>